You're listening to the Bankwest Economic Insights Podcast. Welcome to the latest Bankwest Economic Insights Podcast. I'm Rob Corey and I'm joined this week by Bankwest Chief Economist Alan Langford here in the Bankwest Cafe. Welcome, Alan. Yeah, hi, Rob. Good to be here again. Thanks. Now, we're looking this week at the uh, forthcoming federal and state budgets. They're just around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're within uh, pretty much 48 hours of each other. And uh, if we look from the perspective of homeowners, what sort of signs should, should they be looking for from both budgets uh, to see whether or not there'll be winners or losers out of the forthcoming budgets? Well, in the federal budget, I'd be looking to see if there's any changes to the tax arrangements, for instance, negative gearing or whatever, or, or capital gains tax. I'm not expecting any of that, but of course, not everything is is leaked, if you like, ahead of budgets. Sometimes uh, treasurers like to keep the odd uh, rabbit in, in their hat to pull out on the night. Uh, and and at the state level, anything on stamp duty is, is obviously relevant to homeowners. But I guess in the federal one, we've been led to believe that there's going to be some modest tax cuts for lower and middle income earners. So uh, I guess at the margin that le- allows homeowners a little bit more in, in pocket income to uh, to finance their housing loan, but not necessarily expecting, like last year we were told to expect a whole lot on housing affordability and there was some in there, but not a lot. But uh, there may well be something, Canberra's flag, that there's something for the ageing population, whether encouragement of um, retirees to downsize might include something for the housing market so uh, yeah there's plenty potentially to look at on the night. Looking more closely at WA uh, we've already had some good news for WA in terms of the uh, infrastructure boost for the state that was announced recently by the uh, federal and the, uh, the the WA governments. Uh, you've talked in the past about the need for more shovel ready projects to be funded federally do you think that uh, that announcement will lead to those shovel-ready jobs? Well, I think to some extent. I mean, there was not a lot of detail in the timing of some of those infrastructure things, but I think you know, with, with a federal election a year away, clearly some of them are going to come in as soon as they possibly can. And another as- aspect for housing is the Metronet. A lot of it's focused on Metronet. Of course, that sort of is going to help uh, change the shape of the housing market in in the Perth metropolitan area. Clearly, uh, if like there's a $2 million study for a Lakelands railway station on the Mandra line, uh, that would clearly involve uh, new residential developments around the station, for instance. Uh, so, yeah, there's, pl- there's plenty potentially to talk about. Uh, but some of the road funding you would think would happen fairly quickly. Um, for instance, the extension of Mitchell Freeway out to Romeo Road, there's no reason that couldn't happen fairly quickly, you would think. Uh, I'd like to think that the $200 million bypass, or a Great Northern Highway bypass around Bindoon would happen fairly quickly as well. But as I say, there's not a lot of detail, and we're hoping that some of those dates, the actual details, will be in either or, bo- or both of the federal and state budgets next week for sure. You've also flagged previously that now is a good time to to borrow money uh, from a federal perspective. Is that that uh, low capital window still open? It is still still open. It's sort of closing a little bit more each week, but very slowly, and sort of opens a bit, then closes a bit more. But it closes further in than it opens, if you like. Uh, clearly, generally, the interest rates globally are on the rise, albeit very gradually, uh, and so that's that's the time, yes, for Canberra to 
to borrow some more money for worthwhile infrastructure projects and it will get paid back by the PAYE and the company tax from the construction of those jobs um, much greater return than the sort of three and a bit percent it costs them to borrow for 20 years at the moment. So just finally, it would be remiss of me not to mention that this is your 30th year covering government budgets in Australia. Uh, how have things changed during budget week in your time covering budgets? Yes, well the first budget I covered when I joined, so after I joined in March 1989, was Paul Keating's famous Bring Home the Bacon budget in May of that year. Uh, but yeah, things have changed a bit over the 30 years. I mean, for instance, we used to go down and line up outside the government printer to get the budget papers in hard copy. Now, of course, we download them on the internet. Uh, and probably the biggest one is that 30 years ago, I certainly wasn't doing uh, social media tweets or anything uh, on the budget back then, whereas this year it's, it's an important part of it, of course. So yeah, there's been a few changes over that over the stretch for sure, Rob. And, uh, of course, uh, you went podcasting 30 years ago, either. Definitely not. And, obviously, it's a sign of uh, in more interconnected society. People want more information right now, and I guess that places a higher demand on analysts and, and chief economists especially. Yes, there's still just as much information to digest, but you've got to do the output in such a, a compressed uh, format. So, yes, it's a challenge for sure. Well, thank you very much for joining us this week, Alan. And, uh, of course, we have plenty of budget content next week on the Bank West website as Alan dives uh, deep into both the federal and state budgets and he'll be doing that uh, through social media channels as he's already mentioned and uh, once the dust has settled we'll be back with Alan in the Bank West Cafe to enjoy a latte or two and uh, digest exactly uh, who were the winners and losers out of the 2018 uh, federal and state budgets but until then that's all for now. Thank you for listening to the Bank West Economic Insights Podcast.